Hello and welcome to The Court Jester, the podcast that brings you one saucy medieval tale after another. I am Cleopatha Nu, medievalist and storyteller, and I'm back with your weekly dose of medieval absurdity. But before we start, I'll do what I usually do and warn you. This is obscene medieval comedy. It's written several hundred years ago, and generally it is misogynistic, gender binary, violent, ableist and disturbing. Today it's a nice one actually, more naughty than anything else. I hope you will find it easier to digest than others, but if you still don't feel up for it, then feel free to skip this one and come back at another time. As usual, consume this content in context. Are you still with me? Good. Let's go and talk about the cunt blessed by a bishop. Our story starts with a bishop who, very much unlike what he was supposed to do, he quite enjoyed his women. Married, unmarried, young, not so young. If they're pretty, and if he fancies them, he would lie with them. And because he was quite loaded, he gave women what they like the most. Gifts, money, presents, his best favours. You must know by now that women cannot help it, and that's the only way to win their heart and whatever is between their legs. So that was our bishop. In one of the cities one or two leagues away, there was also a priest. A priest who was not a bishop, he was just a simple priest, but he lived with a woman whom he held as wife. And at some point, the bishop heard about this and found it profoundly inappropriate. So he summoned the priest and told him, look, I cannot allow this. I cannot allow you to live with a woman like a common wife because that's not what we do when we are in the church. Now you will have to drop her or I will forbid you to drink wine ever again. Oh my, said the priest, not drink wine ever again is going to be tough. But you know, my bishop, I really love her. So really, I won't like it, but I'd like losing her even less. So if I have to choose, I think I'll forfeit wine. So be it, said the bishop, and the priest went back home to his wife and told her this is what happened. This bishop is not allowing me to drink wine anymore because if I want to drink the wine, then I'll have to give up you. What a black-hearted man, said the wife. But he said drink, didn't he? So I guess you're not allowed to drink anymore, but I suppose you can still gulp it and I will help you. And from now on, You'll never drink wine again. You will just gulp it down your throat, taking no pleasure from it, okay? And so it happened for a while, and I don't know who blew the whistle to the bishop, but someone did, so the bishop found out and summoned the priest again. Didn't we say that you're not going to drink wine anymore or you'd have to leave the woman? He said, you're not listening. This time I'm giving you a harder penalty. You will either leave the woman... Or never eat goose again. Well, that's a tough one, said the priest. But again, you're not getting it. I love her. So I guess I'm not eating goose again. Back he was to his house and again told his wife, well, I'm about to be much more miserable because, you know, the bishop decided that now I'm not allowed to drink wine and I'm also not allowed to eat goose. Well, that's all right, she said. You're sure he said goose? Yes, he said goose. Good, because a male goose is called gander. So as far as I'm concerned, you can eat male goose, but not 
female goose, so I guess we can make this work, honey. And so they did. And for a while, the priest whined and dined on male goose exclusively, until the same person or someone else again gave him away to the bishop. Furious, the bishop summoned him. You're not learning. So now, as penitents, I will forbid you to sleep on a bed. The priest went back home. Have you heard of such madness, wife, he said. He's now not letting me sleep on a bed. Well, that's okay, she said. I'll lay out some cushions for you and you can sleep nice and softly and you don't have to break your back. So the couple stayed together, eating, drinking and sleeping on cushions on the floor. And while all this was happening, the bishop had to visit the town. And as soon as he arrived in town, his eye caught one of the women. And of course he fell head over heels for her. And she kept saying no. And he tried all his best tried methods. He gave her money, he gave her sweets, he gave her gifts and presents, and again, always, she'd say no. And she kept refusing and he kept promising until, at some point, his promises were convincing enough and she said yes. Now, naturally, this was a small place, so if this is happening, you can be sure it wasn't long before the priest knew about it. So, before that night of acceptance happened, he went to find her and said, My dear, I want a favor from you. You see, I live with my wife, and this bishop has been giving me such a hard time. He made me drop wine, he made me drop goose, he made me sleep on the floor instead of sleeping on a mattress. I want your help. And when he comes in your bed tonight, let me hide behind your curtains, and then do as I say. Okay, she said, that sounds intriguing. In you go. And so it was that the priest went in her bedchamber and hid behind the curtains. The day went by, and as the night approached, our bishop came to pay his prearranged visit. He left his servants at the door, went in the room, closed the door behind him, and went straight for the bed. She was waiting for him naked on the bed, and very, very quickly he was naked too, and, and very, very eager. But again, she would let him look at her, but not touch her. Not yet, she told him. Before you try your turn messing up with my body and my cunt, I'll have you bless it first, so that it's proper and consecrated and worthy to receive a man of God. Consecrate the cunt, said the bishop. That's what I have to do. Okay. Now raise your hand high, she said, and with the other hand, bless it exactly as you bless a peasant's son when they are taking holy orders. Pronounce your blessing, bishop. The bishop didn't wait. Laying a hand on her cunt and raising the other hand above it, he pronounced the words, Per omnia in seculorum secula. I bless you forever and ever. And as these words were said, the priest from behind the curtain responded, Amen. The bishop jumped. Who's there? Your grace, said the priest, making himself known. It's me. You took away my wine and my goose and my mattress. And I heard 
that you were going to perform an ordination tonight that might serve as a cure for my plight. So, since I witnessed it, is that now what I should be doing with my wife? The bishop didn't enjoy the position he was in, but also couldn't deny this. Well played indeed. So henceforth you have my permission to drink wine and chicken and goose and whatever other poultry you desire and sleep on the bed and have the woman just make sure that you stay out of my way and out of my sight. Off goes the priest in great delight. This was the story of a cunt blessed by a bishop. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to The Court Jester on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts, and also tell everyone you know. As usual, I have several links in the show notes. The Court Jester is a work of a medievalist who doesn't generally get much of a sense of achievement. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on Patreon and you'll get bonus episodes, additional material and other good things that you'll find out if you join. Your support will allow me to bring you more stories from the Middle Ages. Thank you for listening. Until next time.